Another Rags of Riches Secrets. Today, what we're going to talk about is the wealth distribution in America. This right here, you'll probably discover is shocking, okay? The top 10% of people that live in the United States own 69.6% .6 of all the wealth. In fact, there's even a bigger disparity in here. Check this out. The top 1%, so look around, the top 1% of Americans, they actually own 32.1%. And then you go and you grab the top 10%, and that's how you get up to 69.6%. Then the percentage of Americans, like 50, between 50% and 90%, they owned 27.9%. And then the Americans, the like 0 to 50% of Americans, they actually own 2.5%. So half of America, you take half of America and you roll it up into one big ball, and they own 2.5%. You might say, Mike, that does not sound like it's fair. But here's the deal, okay? Here's the deal. I'm going to break it down to you in three pieces. You and every one of us all have our own free agency. We have a right to do things. We have a right not to do things. And then when people, people have the ability to exercise their right, and at the same time as they exercise their right, they also have the right to discover that they could become very wealthy. You might be saying, all right, okay. Like, I know everybody's got different choices and stuff. Everybody has a chance to succeed. Like Warren Buffett did not start out as one of the richest men in America. He became that way. Okay, Bill Gates did not start out as one of the richest men in America. Okay, he became that way. You have Elon Musk, who's the richest man in the United States. The guy wasn't even from, he was, in, he was in South Africa. He wasn't even from the United States. What he did is he then became incredibly successful and incredibly wealthy. Most of the people that have the wealth actually obtained it through first generation wealth, meaning that they themselves obtained the wealth rather than have a dynasty that passed it on so that they inherited it. Okay, here's the thing. So you're saying like, okay, I want to be in the top 10%. I want to be in the top 1%. I want to be, pick pick where you want to fit, fit inside the quartile, okay? And then what you've got to do is you've got to, I'm going to break down the three secrets to help you say, all right, I do not wish to participate in the bottom. Therefore, I will start participating in the top quartile of the wealth that's available in the world, okay? So then let's do that. Let's move into that top quartile. How do we take and we do it? Okay, secret number one is you got to become sticky and you become sticky by having a definite chosen direction. What do I mean? Think of a snowball, okay? How much snow would a snowball gather if the snowball never started rolling down a hill? Think it a rugged rock. How, how smooth would it become if it actually never gets tumbled. It doesn't, right? And so you could sit and say, oh man, I wish I really had some prosperity, right? But then you gotta ask yourself, did you form the snowball? Did you make yourself sticky? And then did you start tumbling down the hill? Like, that one of the big problems is, is we, we tend to not pick a direction. We, we allow life to happen to us. We allow an accident. How would you like to go into surgery the way that you've managed your life or have a doctor that went into your surgery to operate on you and he managed his life the way you manage yours? 
He had no direction in school. He had no particular purpose. He didn't become focused on solving a particular problem, becoming proficient at it. Would you want a guy who does not have expertise in any area to show up as your surgeon and cut you open and do an open heart surgery? See, the answer is no. And the reason that you would select or allow this individual to work on you is because he became, he picked a direction, he became highly skilled, highly focused, he learned and mastered his craft, and because he did, he then found himself sticky where, like, you could get some nurses that'll show up. Hey, we're going to perform a procedure. We're going to make some money right here, okay? Now, you can just show up. I'll do the, I'll do the, 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 the cutting, and I'll take the, 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 the expertise, and I will provide that. But you will discover that when you have that expertise, you can become sticky. So, but how is somebody going to be drawn to you if they don't know, like, what you stand for? They don't know what you mean. They don't know what you, like, you have no purpose. You have no direction, right? That, that's, a, that's, a, that's a challenging thing to overcome. Think of, think of a magnet, okay? A magnet, what does a magnet do? A magnet attracts metal. If you're not metal, you're not going to be attracted to it. So as long as that thing gets in proximity to what it what it draws to it, it's gonna it will attract it. How is somebody going to become attracted or drawn to you if it if you don't if you don't stand for something that can draw towards it? See what I'm saying? Like a snowball that doesn't go down a hill never gets never gains any momentum and never gets larger because it's not sticky. Got to become sticky. Number one, pick a direction, move in that direction. Okay, number two, this is one of the things that will actually change your life. Pick a direction, get yourself in proximity to an influencer. Proximity is power. That's what Tony Robbins always says. Like, here it is. People have different frequencies, different vibrations. If you want to figure out how to become, actually, I, I experienced this. I go to the gym, okay, and behind the gym, there, there's a parking lot, and inside the parking lot, there's this construction company. And the thing that I notice is that these employees, they go out there and they smoke. But every single individual is standing in that circle. What do you think they're doing being that the one guy's smoking? They're all smoking. They're smoking in a herd. They're smoking themselves like they're smoking themselves to death. That's what they've done. That's their association. They're, they're inside a frequency that actually maybe they make money. But they're in a frequency that is not productive to actually escaping that. Like you can't, you you've got, you have got to change your frequency. So that guy says, "Hey, I want to, I want to start obtaining some wealth." Like, cool, love it. So you're gonna work at your job. What do you think the chances are that you standing in this circle, smoking a weed or whatever it is, is going to allow you to move forward? Like you're not. You got to separate yourself. And start getting in connection and bumping into some people with higher frequency. Like smoking is not good for you. Take and get rid of it, right? After work, what are you doing? Are you going to go associate with some things? Are you going to go to some conferences? Are you going to go to some events? Are you going to go and do some things and bump into some people that can change your life? Then you got to find somebody that can that can accelerate it. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Okay, there's a guy that lives by me. He's a big time influencer. He's a real estate guy, and he hired he hired this kid who had just come back from his mission. He was about, so he was probably 21, 22 years old. The kid worked for him for about two years, right in there. Then the kid got fired. That kid, he went from, as soon as he got lost his job, so then all of a sudden his income had vanished, 
he went from zero income to less than two years hit 25 million bucks. And you'd be like, Mike, how did he skyrocket like that? Secret number two, proximity's power. He got in connection with a guy who spent 30 years of his life figuring out, discovering, learning how to market, learning how to sell, learning how to do things that gave him, made him a, perce- a precision instrument. This kid then took that same opportunity, applied the same tools and techniques into a slightly different version, not real estate, but he picked a different, different marketplace and he went from zero to 25 million. You can't do that without having some expertise. See what I'm saying? In fact, the kid gathers some snow to the point that when he left, he actually ended up having guys go with him to become a part of his new company. And as a result, those guys gained momentum and those guys have actually became millionaires too. It's, it's crazy. Like proximity is power. Pick a direction, get in, so, get in connection or association with somebody that can change your life so that you can learn and pay attention. Like, like follow them, listen to them, um, whatever it is. You got to get in proximity. Okay. Number three, this is the big one. Start. You just have to start. You might be, well, Mike, I'm not good at anything. That's right. In the beginning, you're going to suck. The idea is you're going to suck to the point, someday you're going to suck less and less and less to the point you actually become good. But you can't become good until you go through all the points of sucking. It's like a guy who's a, a comedian. Like he gets up on stage and he slays it and he slays it and you're laughing and rolling around and everything's funny, right? And it's entertaining and you're like, man, this guy's good. But he didn't start out that way. What he did is he... He, he, he made up like 10 jokes. He went to a bar or event. He, he presented the jokes. Like nobody laughed. Everybody thought his jokes sucked. So he rewrote some new ones, went to another place, did his presentation. One out of 10 stuck. He's like, boom, nailed one. Okay, so he rewrites it again. He goes out and he tries it again. Before long, he's done this a few times. He's got a joke one that worked, a joke two that works, three, four, five. He's got 10 jokes. So when he gets up on stage, and he tells thing after thing after thing that's got you rolling and laughing. You're like, man, that guy's talented. Yes, he became talented. He became talented by learning to suck less to the point he actually became good. Could you imagine trying to like, wake up tomorrow and say, I want to be a concert pianist without actually having practiced the, plan, or practiced the piano, played the piano, done anything to hone your skills? And then you're like, you show up and you're like, oh, I'm so disappointed. I suck, right? Like it's obvious, like it's obvious in this analogy. But that same analogy is applicable to about everything we do. Just recognize it, suck. You're going to suck all the way up to the point one day you discover you're good. So recap, three secrets. This is it. Choose a direction. Pick a direction. You might say, Mike, I don't know what to do. Learn how to sell, okay? Start there. Why, why would I suggest just start learning how to sell? Because you're, selling is about influence. You're going to sell yourself to a husband or a wife. Somehow you've got to convince these people that you're worth being around. Okay, You've got to convince an employer or somebody to want to work with you. That's selling. They call, you call it an interview. That's, that's a sales call. That is a selling opportunity. And if you go into that and you have absolutely no idea what you're going to do, you're not likely to get the thing, okay? You're not likely to get the thing. So start there. Like, just learn how to sell something. You don't even have to be good at it. Something will come along, okay? 
As you start to do this, you pick a direction, you're going to discover that you can find yourself in proximity to something. If you get yourself in proximity and you start, you start your snowball. This thing starts to roll. You will start gaining skills and momentum that will allow you to move forward. Third, well, kind of crazy. I probably shouldn't have just said start was number one. But like, don't, don't get stuck in your head like I overthink it, like everybody overthinks it. People overthink it all the time. In fact, they'll even make up excuses. They'll make excuses like, I can't do this. I don't have time for this. Okay? Everybody's got 24 hours in a day, and you're asking why the top 1% has all the money? Because they find time, find time to do what actually matters. Okay? That's what it really, it really comes down to is finding, it's like, it, it has more to do with, like, find a way or make a way. Okay? Like, that's what it is. Find a way or make a way. It's, like some things you shouldn't have in your life. Maybe maybe you go out to eat too much. Maybe you're hanging out with your friends too much. Maybe you're watching too many movies. Maybe you're uh, like, there's, there's 10,000 maybes. Maybe you're doing something too much. But like, I remember Arnold Schwarzenegger said, he said, sleep faster. Now you need sleep, but he said sleep faster. Like find time for success. Arnold Schwarzenegger came from here, from Austria. Like, and he, he became incredibly influential, became a bodybuilder. He became a millionaire while he was still a bodybuilder, just selling weights. Then he came on the scene and he became even more known as he was taking and he was selling or he became uh, Mr. Olympia and all that kind of stuff, okay? But he started. Then he became the governor of California and he became uh, highly one of the highest paid movie stars in, the, in, in all of Hollywood, okay? The thing is, is he started. And so he got himself in proximity to somebody who could put him in, in a movie, okay? So he did that. He picked a direction to the point he became sticky. In fact, they told him in the beginning, bro, you, you have an accent that nobody understands. Guess what? He got himself in proximity to people that could change his life, and it changed his life. In fact, he was at, he had just won. I think he was Mr. Olympia number seven. He had just won for the seventh time. And he was, his, he was at his biggest and strongest he has ever been. And the guy in a, a producer says, Arnold, I would be happy to put you in the show. You're coming in at 275. He goes, if you weigh one ounce over 220 pounds, you do not get it. You don't get the roll. And Arnold's like, holy crap, I just won this thing. And so he figured out how, like, think about it. How, how enthusiastic would you be to go and blow out 40 to 50 pounds of muscle that you had you had earned. Like you you paid the price. You had earned it. But he picked something that he wanted more. And he put himself in proximity of opportunity, gathered some snow. That's why you know Arnold. Okay. That's why you know Arnold. Hey, that was another Rags of Riches Secrets. I will keep dropping these value bombs on it to get you some momentum, to get you in the good life. That, that's what the Rags of Riches Secrets were. I'm taking it, I share with you the things that I've discovered, the things that I fought for, I earned, that hurt to obtain so that you don't have to do it. You can do it in half the time. You can do it in tenth the time. The kid went from zero to 25 million in less than two years. Like, that's fast. You don't bump into too many of them good souls. I will talk to you later.